underestimate the power of the dark side. If you will not fight, then you will meet your destiny. Dobby has no master. Dobby is a free elf, and Dobby has come to save Harry Potter and his friends. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Doc. Uh, are you telling me that you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? I'll get you, my pretty, and your little dog, too. Good afternoon, Karam. And Patterson Likes. And everything in between. You are listening to the awesome radio, Karam, and this is Girls on Film with me and her. And Kim. <laughs> Kim and Carenza. Good afternoon, Kim. How are you this fine, beautiful, actually, um, autumnal afternoon here down in Karam today? We've been pretty lucky with the weather lately, don't you think? Uh, I think today is quite marvellous, frankly. Freezing, absolutely freezing when you're out of the sun, but when you're in the sun, it's glorious. Absolutely spectacular. Well, we have got a big show today, Kimmy. What are you checking out this afternoon on Girls on Film? Well, I've been to the pictures this week with you, but you're doing that one. So I'm going to um, do a couple that are on um, the streaming networks uh, on television. So I, I saw a movie called Senior Year with Rebel. So um, As in Rebel Wilson. That's the one and only Rebel Wilson. So I'm going to review that one as well as The Night Manager. It's an oldie but a goodie, 2016. Um, yeah, so... Uh, Sit back and uh, enjoy. Sit back and enjoy. Well, like you said, we went to the movies. I dragged you along with me yesterday. Went to the uh, $10 movie of the week. Mm -hmm. And can I tell you, I like the movies now because you can go in and get yourself a beer with your popcorn. So I had a beer and I think you had a cider and we put down our recliner chairs for the $10 movie of the week, which is Downton Abbey's A New Era. So we're going to review that. And sticking with the historical themes, we're also going to review, um, I've been and watched Gentleman Jack over on binge mm -hmm. which is an lgbq lgbitqa plus get that right Carenza, um historical drama based on a true story so there's a lot to share with you here this afternoon so you are listening to radio Karen girls on film Hi, my name's Paul Kennedy, and I'm a sport reporter for the ABC, and when I'm not listening to the ABC, I listen to Radio Karam. Tune in and enjoy. So let's start with you, Kim. Which mm -hmm. show are you going to kick off, kick us off with this afternoon? Well, I'm going to kick us off with The Night Manager, which was a limited series or a mini-series, however you want to um, you know, call it, and uh, it was based on a novel by uh, John le Carré. So um, we're going to have a bit of a listen to um, the trailer right now. War is spectator sport. We are emperors of Rome. What do you want, Miss Byrne? I want to make you an offer. Bring down Richard Roper. I want to put you inside his operation. My name's Pine. I'm the night manager. To bring the money to us, we give you back the boy. 
You'll be in so deep, you'll worry that you'll never get out. I got nothing to lose. Go! You saved my boy. Welcome to the family. You come into our lives, everyone's attracted to you. We just need you and me. I've got a new asset. You got any idea how dangerous that is? Murder, theft, we're on every wanted list on God's earth. My main man, my star. I think you might be playing both sides. We need Richard Roper. I'm going to get you out of here. And you think you're safe? We're pulling you out. Without me, you don't have an operation. You step out of line. We'll make you howl for your mother. Here's the problem. Anyone can betray anyone. So yeah, The Night Manager, Carenza, if I could recommend any series, I'd be recommending this one. It is my favourite series of all time. Like I said, it's a mini-series, only six episodes. It's rated MA15+. Um, but uh, yeah, it, look, it's based on a novel by John Le Carre, uh, who writes some brilliant spy, spy novels. Um, and this one is just absolutely amazing. It's got an all-star cast. Um, Hugh Laurie House, remember Hugh Laurie from I House? remember Hugh Laurie when the days when there was Fry and Laurie and he was a yeah. comedian and how he's changed all of that to some of the dramas that he's now involved in. He's an I exceptional know. actor. He's exceptional in this, that's for sure. Tom Hiddleston is also in it. Most of you might know him as Loki from The Avengers. Um, Elizabeth Debicki, who's our very own Australian Aussie actress, and Oscar winner Olivia Coleman, just to name a few. Now, they're the... Stellar cast. That's Well, they're only the lead cast. Uh, there is some great supporting um, cast members, including Tob- Tobias Menzies. Do you remember Tobias in The Crown? And I think he was in Outlanders as well. Yes. The Outlander, yeah. And uh, Tom Hollander as well. So, look, it tells the story of a night manager uh, in Cairo, uh, the night manager being played by Tom Hiddleston. Um, so he's recruited to infiltrate an arms dealer who is played by Hugh Laurie. Who is a phenomenal baddie, oh. isn't he? I mean, he plays the role of the baddie. Um, oh, you like The thing is, you like Hugh Laurie, don't you? I mean, as an yeah. actor, you like the things he's in, so you're drawn to him, aren't you? Absolutely. He is absolutely brilliant in this. And, you know, not only is he an arms dealer, but he's an English billionaire and he's just brutal and ruthless in this. So um, this this was such an expensive miniseries and it was considered to be the most lavish TV drama in the history of, history of the BBC. Goodness me. I know, I know. Extraordinary acting by the main cast as well as the supporting cast, as I said. So much so that in 2016 it gathered uh, 12 Emmys. Uh, sorry, 12 Emmy nominations, I should say, including Best Director, which she, she actually won Best Director, Suzanne Beer, and it also won Best Original Score. Um, yeah, so look, I completely fell in love with this series. Uh, the twists, the turns, the suspense, it was just brilliant. Um, so much to say that's my favourite series of all time, as I said before. I'm going to give this one five stars, Carenza, because I just... I just it's one of those ones where you just wish they would never end so how can people find this show then Kim if they want to you know kick back and watch a really good thriller drama what what's this streaming on well it floats around between streaming services but at the moment um, it's on Amazon Prime and look you can find it sometimes it, it, it 
bobs its head up and down on SBS and and uh, and iView, ABC iView. But at the moment, it's I think it's only streaming on on Amazon. Um, so good, so good. Tom Hiddleston actually shadowed the night manager of a five star London hotel. Did so he, he could, really? Yeah, so he could get his uh, his role down to uh, you know and just nail it. So um, look, as I said before, it was a it had a twenty million dollar pound budget. That's a big budget to make it. Yeah, it, I think it worked out to be three million pounds per hour, which is huge. Um, and Le Carre, who is uh, the the novelist, he actually appears in uh, a cameo or uh, several cameo appearances as an extra. Does he really? Enough. I yeah. love how people do that. I know his son's actually uh, the executive producer on this um, this um, mini series as well. Yeah, yeah. So highly recommended. It's over on Amazon Prime. It's a thriller with multiple twists and turns and a star rating. It is MA15. Yes. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Or what no, no, I your stars. It? Yeah, your oh, star I, rating. I've given it five stars already. I've given it five stars. Five out of five for sure. Um, it's been filmed in six countries, so the cinematography is really, really good. Morocco, Spain, Switzerland, Turkey and the UK, just to name uh, – well, that's that's the whole lot of them actually. Um, <laughs> just yeah, to name them all. Yeah, so getting back to the score, um, it actually won uh, the Emmy for Best Original Score by Victor Reyes, but um, I'm not going to use that one. Um, I'm actually going to use La Bomba, the remix. So this is from one of the scenes in the in the mini series. It was actually used in the Spanish scenes when they're in Mallorca. So I'm choosing this one. It's great. Well, let's take us down to Spain, into Mallorca. Hopefully, where the sun is shining and uh, um, there aren't too many people out to get us. Hi, I'm Dr. Floyd Gomes, uh, a.k.a. Atticus Health with Dr. Floyd, you might recall, and it's great to be here at Radio Caram. Don't worry about a thing, because Atticus Health will make you feel all right. Don't worry about a thing. Cause Atticus Health will make you feel alright If you got a tummy ache Or you don't feel right Or if you have a nasty rash Keeping you up at night Don't worry About a thing Don't worry Cause Atticus Health will make you feel alright Atticus Health, indeed, they will make you feel all right. And that was Dr. Floyd Gomes as well, talking about their fantastic services. And it's great to have um, some wonderful sponsors here at Radio Karam. Well, Kim, um, as we said at the start, we have been out to the movies, um, down to the uh, local cinema here with the um, $10 movie of the week. And that's a bargain, isn't it? When it's only $10 for the movie of the week. Um, it is. And we went to see Downton Abbey, a new era. So let's have a listen to to um, the trailer. 
if it will play for us. It doesn't want to play for us, so I'm just going to ad lib for 20 seconds, Kim. So, <laughs> Well, can I tell you, this is brilliant and it didn't disappoint, did it, this uh, movie? I, I, You know, sometimes they tend to drag on because this was obviously a mini-series and then we had uh, another movie and this is the second movie and it just seems to get better and better. I, You know, another one where at the end of it I'm just wanting more and more. Let's see if the Gremlins will in fact leave the studio and we can try the trailer for Downton Abbey, A New Era. Have you told them, Lady Grantham? She's told us nothing. Do sit down. I've come into possession of a villa in the south of France. What villa? Start at the beginning. Years ago, before you were born, I met a man. They spend a few days together and he gives her a house. You never thought to turn it down? Do I look as if I'd turned down a villa in the south of France? A telephone call for you, my lord. Mr. Barber is a producer and director. He wants to make a film at Downton. A moving picture at Downton. But the becomes that famous ones. I think it's a horrible idea. Actresses plastered in makeup and actors just plastered. There is something about him, like a wild animal ready to spring. Ready to spring on you, you mean? Action! Cut! Cut! Sorry. The modern world comes to Downton. Why do you think he gave you the villa? That is where the mystery resides. Then we're off to the Riviera. And with any luck, we'd miss the whole of Mary's frightful film. I do hope that was a prop. You steer ahead. You're the captain now. They better be warned. The British are coming. Welcome to the Villa of the Doves. It's a beautiful place. How happy you must be. Oh my goodness. Who is she? The Lady Grantham I first went to work for. Granny! Why did you invite us here? It doesn't look good for the pirate. She felt the need to keep it a secret. There's trouble in paradise. You don't need me to tell you that marriage is a novel full of plot twists along the way. Women like us fall into two categories, dragons and fools. You must make sure they think of you as a dragon. But with that, I will say goodnight and leave you to discuss my mysterious past. It seems the public only want films that talk. I should have thought the best thing about films is that you can't hear them. Be even better if you couldn't see them either. Well, there you go. That is the trailer for the new Downton Abbey movie, uh, A New Era. Now, Kim, Downton Abbey is a British historical drama. Mm -hmm. It's set in the early 20th century and it's written by Julian Fellows. Now, you might know him, of course, from a whole bunch of other fabulous um, movies and shows. Yeah, absolutely. He's, he loves the period pieces, doesn't he? I just think he's brilliant. All oh. the things he touches, turns the gold. Now, Downton Abbey is a TV series. That's how it started. First aired in 202010 and it ran until 2015. Over six series and 52 episodes, Kim. And then it was followed up by two movies. And this is the second mm. movie that's come out specifically about Downton Abbey. Now, if you can imagine, we're back at the turn of the century in the... Um, you know, just around 1912. We sort of follow, I think, really the story from about 1912 to 1926. And it's set in Yorkshire. So I should say it properly. Mm-hmm. It's set in Yorkshire, right, in mm-hmm. England. Um, 
And it's based around the fictional country estate known as Downton Abbey. Which is um, actually uh, not fictional in real life. It's Highclere, which I'm dying to Highclere Castle, it? but it's not yeah. in Yorkshire, is it? That's what's quite no. ironic, Highclere Castle. You won't find them in Yorkshire. You'll actually find that in Windsor. Yeah, I think it – well, no. It, is it even, it's just outside of Windsor, isn't it? Just on the way it, out of Windsor, Wiltshire I think. Wiltshire somewhere, I think. Um, We've driven past it, but unfortunately, it was sold out on uh, on the day that we were going through there. And we <laughs> what a shame! See it. I know. So we look at there's there's two two stories within the story really of Danton Abbey. First of all, we have the aristocratic F- Crawley family who mm. live in the house, and it's their story. But then we also have the story of the servants yeah. who work in the house too, and you know it's a real story of class and privilege. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we look at, over those six seasons, you know, it really takes in what was happening between 1912 and 1926. So we follow things like the sinking of the Titanic, Kim, the Spanish flu. Can you yes, believe the Spanish yeah. flu? World War One. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they used to... Um High clear or, or the actual um, what what do you call it Downton Downton, Downton Abbey. Abbey they funnily enough um, they used that as a hospital didn't they did they, in they the did series? in one of the, yes yeah. uh, the general elections and also as well the rise of the working class mm. so as I said the seasons ended they ended in 2015 with a big Christmas special but the fans could not get enough of this show so a movie was made in 2018 and now this is the second instalment mm-hmm. now these are my thoughts. If you're a Downton fan, this is 100% a film for you. You know the characters, you know the stories, you know what's happened. I think if you were going in and you didn't know Downton Abbey or you had never seen it, I think you wouldn't get the same, I think, enjoyment from the film because you wouldn't understand what had preceded and why all those things made make sense. Well, for those people, what they should do is go back and watch the first episode of the first series and start from scratch. Absolutely. So let's have a look. There's the Crawley family where we have uh, Robert Crawley, the Earl of Grantham. Um, he um, inherits or is part of the estate, this big mm-hmm. estate, which is Danton Abbey. But he's losing money. He just doesn't have enough money. So he marries a rich American wife called Cora Crawley. And it's actually her money that helps refurbish Danton Abbey. Now, his mother, who is played magnificently by Maggie Smith, or should I say Dame Maggie Smith, plays the Dowager Countess of Grantham, otherwise known as Violet Crawley. His mother still lives in the home. And we meet his three daughters. There's Lady Mary, Lady Edith and Lady Sybil. Now, in this time and era, Kim, and this is kind of a pretty terrible thing, the girls won't inherit the house because over the over the history and the lifetime of this you know generations of this family everything is passed to the male god times have changed yes and so you know when if you go back to the tv series of course Mm. at the start it's actually that's the story and we get to meet uh the new heir matthew crawley and his mother Mm. um and so you know um those things all play out in in the tv series and then we Oh, sorry. Well, sorry. Well, having said that, some of the characters, the female characters, are the strongest um, in the show. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. It's kind of an irony, isn't it? And then yeah. we meet the servants. So we have Tom, Tom Branson, who's the driver. Mr. Carson, the mm-hmm. butler. Mrs. Hughes, the housekeeper. Yeah, don't we love her? Barrow, or Thomas Barrow, as his name is. Um, Mr. Bates, Mr. Mosley. Mrs. Patmore, the cook, and of course, Daisy, the scullery maid, and all of their stories pan out too. So in this film, 
a new era what we actually have is two parts of it so we still see the grandeur of the castle so what what you saw at the start was somehow the dowager countess uh, violet mm-hmm. um maggie so, smith. yeah maggie smith seems to have inherited a beautiful villa in the south of france no one really understands why it's a very very big mystery uh, and at the exact same time because they're they're running out of money again and the the, the roof of the house is leaking because these stately homes kim costs Thousands and thousands of dollars in terms of upkeep and things, as you can imagine. Which was a lot of money back then. So um, a TV company, funnily enough, contacted them because they wanted to make a silent movie at the house. And so Mary, who is now running the estate, Lady Mary, says, yes, we'll do the movie. And the Earl of Grantham, her father, is utterly disgusted, as you heard in the trailer. So he and his wife, uh, Edith, uh, Tom and others, they all go across to the south of France where they uncover quite a mystery as to why has this um, beautiful villa been gifted to um, the Dowager Countess. And meanwhile, we also get to see the beautiful stately home again, which is Danton Abbey, as you say, um, with the actors uh, making a silent movie. But of course, the twist is that the silent movies are coming to an end and people only want to go and see talkies. Don't give too much away. I'm not going to give too much away, Kim. And that's the storyline. So it's, <laughs> look, my sense is if you're a Danton fan, it's a must absolute must mm-hmm. it's going to tie up some ends for you that that will be really awesome uh i laughed my way through so many jokes but i don't think you would get those jokes if you hadn't seen the series and the preceding film so absolutely I, I agree with you but i would suggest if that was the case like i said before go back to the start and watch the series because you know we're promoting that today as well 100 percent, absolutely fabulous and brilliant so kim i have to give danton itself the whole thing the tv series the storylines the, the movies five stars mm-hmm. absolutely brilliant i'm a sucker for a period drama even yep. more so for a british period drama yep, even though i think some of the history is absolutely diabolical and mm-hmm. it makes my blood boil um i can't help but love it and i really enjoy looking back at what was life like in the you know the turn of the century from you know as mm-hmm. i said 1912 right through into the you know the roaring 20s and the 30s and what was happening in the world and being able to go back and get that snapshot of time it's just i just think it's great escapism and it's a great great different way of looking at how the world was at a time where you know i wasn't alive mm. it was really a lovely lovely uh piece of work wasn't it it was superb yeah. superb so uh, your score because you came and saw it with me with I your did, with did. your bottle of cider yeah uh, look um i would give the movie even though i loved it and i didn't want it to end i'm going to give it four and a half stars but for the series and overall the whole downton abbey experience um, experience exactly i'm going to give it five so i'll match you with five two five stars kicking off the show with a really high bar well let's play some of the fabulous music kim that's part of downton abbey and in the 20s and 30s and this is in the mood the fantastic glenn miller i love it hi everybody this is wit from spider bait when i'm passing through Karam, aside from slowing down to 50 kilometers an hour and reminisce about doing the Ill Race Road Rumba or the Watley Street Wiggle, I like to tune in to Radio Karen and get down with the good vibes. If you're the Karen way, just call Mitchell Tor. Or in Patterson Lakes, just call Mitchell Tor. Anywhere Bayside, just call Mitchell Tor. Buy a summer house, 
Just call Mitchell Tall. Mitchell Tall. Tall. Real estate. Oh, yeah. Little real estate. We want more. And welcome back. You are live on Radio Karam Girls on Film with me, Karenza. And Kim. Good afternoon. Well, there you go. That was um, the fantastic Danton Abbey. Chicken, we've given both of the first two shows five stars. Absolutely. And they were really, really well deserving of it. So now you've been and seen another film. I have. Look, this one's on Netflix. It's uh, senior year with our very own Rebel Wilson. So let's take a listen to the trailer if you can find it this time. (laughs) Are you taking the mini out of me? (laughs) That's a bit brutal. Here we go. When I was in high school, I had the perfect life. I was already cheer captain. I had the hot boyfriend. And all that was left was prom queen. Oh, my God. I think there's been a mistake and I've been put in the wrong room. Dr. Johnson to the third floor. The cheerleader just woke up. Don't mean to be a bitch, but cheer captain. Cheer captain. Hello? Didn't have the heart to change it. Madonna's now called Lady Gaga? No. Everybody else has got to go on and live their lives. And what, I'm supposed to just jump forward? I mean, I just found out there's eight more Fast and Furious movies. I want to go back to school, finish my senior year. They can't let an almost 40-year-old do high school. High school was just like yesterday for me. It will not be weird at all. Where do the popular kids sit? We're all popular kids. Oh, no, no, no. There's only like three ways to become popular. To be a cheerleader, to work at Abercrombie, or to let guys go in the back door. What? Oh my God, I must be really popular then. <laughs> all right, I think I've worked this thing out. You get followers by being somebody everybody likes. Hey, Steph. Holy shit. I'm doing a makeup tutorial. For who? Batman villains? Does it ever get exhausting trying to make everybody like you all the time? I'm going to do something that I wish I'd had the confidence to do 20 years ago. Be my real self. Yeah! Oh. Oh, you might lose prom queen twice. Don't go chasing waterfalls, Steph. Slot bag, possum pussy, rumple slot skin. What even is this squad? Is that a cheer captain? I am the cheer captain. I am the cheer captain. I am the cheer captain. Do you love it? That is the most fucked up thing I've ever heard. Steph? You turn high school into a Hogwarts without the magic. How dare you? It is like Hogwarts with the magic. I had more fun going like this than this high school. Well, Karenza, perhaps I should have warned you. You definitely should have, Kim. Yeah, this is MA15. Is it really? We should have actually listened to the trailer before we played it because there was a little bit of swearing in that and uh, I do apologise. A little bit of language. Absolutely. So I watched this on Netflix. Uh, It's a slapstick comedy and it's not something that I would jump to go and see. Or Do you know, I like slapstick. Yeah, I do too. Look, I didn't choose it. I was sitting there with my daughter one night during the week and I said, look, let's choose a movie and she chose it. And I said, okay. 
Uh, so kind of begrudgingly, I thought, oh, I'll give it a go. Uh, but I was pleasantly surprised. So, look, this movie is based around Stephanie. And as you can hear by um, the trailer, um, <laughs> it is quite a funny movie. So Stephanie's a popular cheerleader in high school, okay? So this is Rebel Wilson's yeah, character. Well, actually, it w- no, it – well – it's actually got two Aussies in it. It's also got Angauri. I hope I'm saying that right. And I, I, I did ask my daughter prior to coming on the show, and she she told me how it was pronounced. So Angauri Rice, um, who is a um, an Australian actor from Spider Man, um, and also I think she was in. She played the daughter in the Mayor of East Town. Remember? Oh, I love the Mayor yeah, of East Town. Oh, have we reviewed Mayor of we East Town? You, you you did actually. Okay, did I? I would have given yeah. it five stars. I think you did. I think you did. So it, she's there's a young version of of uh, this Rebel. cheerleader ah. Stephanie, and then there's the older one. Now now Rebel plays the older one, and then Gowrie Rice plays the younger seventeen year old. So um, at this stage, she's the captain of the cheerleading team. She's dating the star quarterback. She's she's going for prom queen. She think, thinks she's got it in the bag. Um, that is until uh, you know there's a bit of a fight between her and a nemesis. Uh, kind of thing and they you know there's this you know they both think they're going to be prom queen and so forth so um, there's an unfortunate cheerleading accident and this leaves her in a coma for 20 years so this is the type of genre of film isn't it because I remember when I was growing up Mm. um, what was the one big yeah big and there was Freaky Friday Freaky Friday yeah Uh, yeah. so you Kind of, but those ones were different, I suppose, because they found themselves as adults in kids' bodies or kids in adults' bodies. Well, this is kind of the same kind of thing because what happened is when she wakes up, she's actually 37 years old, but she's she's still still 17, 17. according to her. She's still got that maturity of a 17 year old. Um, So it's just like yesterday for her. I just banged my head. She doesn't understand, you know, what's happened, as you've heard before. You know, there's been lots of Fast and Furious movies made and so forth. And Madonna's changed her name to Lady Gaga. Yeah, so it was actually quite well, clever. Yeah, yeah. Look, after the initial shock of it all, she decides to go back to high school, much to the uh, you know uh, apprehension of her father and everybody else around her, uh, because she doesn't want to just go back to study, Carenza. She doesn't want to go back and graduate or anything else. Her main ambition is to get that crown and be prom queen. <laughs> so, and she will do whatever it takes, as you can imagine. So, um, yeah. Look, along the way, she grows up pretty fast, or she she needs to really. Uh, and she does learn some uh, life's lessons the hard way along the way. Um, look, this made me laugh so much that I uh, my belly hurt at times because, you know, rebel being rebel. Um, She's very funny and you could certainly hear that in the trailer. There's a lot of tongue-in-cheek um, yeah. wicked jokes in there. Yeah, and look, she can be crass. I love rebel. Um, and this is a very slimmed-down version of her as well. This is uh, since she's lost a lot of her weight. Um, and look, this ticked all the boxes for me um as a no-brainer comedy it's over the top uh it's not realistic at all but hey i thoroughly enjoyed it and i'm i'm gonna give it three stars today and so you sat down with your daughter and watched this mm-hmm. and how old's your daughter my daughter's 14 so uh, there was a times when i went oh my god what are you doing you know you can't watch that or you, you know, there wasn't so much that they she couldn't watch it there was just you know there was some uh so parental advisory yeah, yeah so i would probably look my daughter's going on 15 so Look, I would suggest that it has MA15 plus for, for a reason because there are there is some swearing, although I think kids today hear swearing in the classroom, or not in the classroom, but in the in the playground all the time. So I would tend to, you know, say 15, maybe a little bit more, but there are some sexual connotations in it as well. Um, it's got a great soundtrack. Uh, look, there's so many 
great songs. Black Box. Um, oh, Right on Time. Right on Time, Black Box, which, you know, I'm denied whether to play that one today. But today I'm going to play Britney Spears because she featured throughout um, <laughs> being a cheerleading film. Uh, she was iconic uh, uh, during it and um, her, this song featured several times. Uh, it's you drive me crazy. You, you, sorry, you drive me crazy. So this is a Netflix movie. It is a Netflix film. Fantastic. So over on Netflix, tune in. You've given it three stars. Three stars. Three stars. And a good, uh, good tummy. It's a good film. Tummy. Yeah, chocolate. it's a good it? film. Tummy look, chocolate. the acting's not brilliant. You know, it's good fun. It is comedy. what it is. It is what it is. But it's worth a look. It's it's fun. It's Slapstick. great. Yeah. I love it. I'm going to go and see that one. Thank you, Kim. You've persuaded me. So you drive me crazy. This is Britney Spears. Hi, I'm Freddie from Freddie's Kitchen. Let's get behind Radio Karam. Go Karam. Come on, Freddy's Kitchen in Station Street for a coffee and something nice to eat. Yeah, the pizzas are great. In fact, all the food rates down at Freddy's Caram Station Street. Come on, come on, come on, down to Freddy's now. Come on, come on, come on, down to Freddy's now. It's a pizza. It's a mystic pizza. It is indeed a Mystic Pizza, Freddy's uh, Pizzas there down at uh, Station Street, one of our favourite sponsors of the show. Well, Kim, we're wrapping it up this afternoon. I'm sticking with the period drama theme and I've been checking out LGBTIQA plus drama Gentleman Jack over on Binge. So let's have a listen to um, this trailer and then we'll chat about this show. You know everyone's talking about you, don't you? They're all worried you're going to learn to walk like Miss Lister and be like her. Miss Walker and I have chosen to rise above it. We have a thousand better things to expend our energies in. Oh, I heard. I have asked Miss Walker to come and live with me at Shipton. We intend to change our wills, unite our estates. It will be as good as a marriage. Well, why is she discussing matters like that with you? She likes me. She hasn't got a clue about the vast tapestry of your fruity past. How much does she know about you and me? He said you'd never done this before. You are the only person that matters to me now. I know when you're in love and this isn't it. Well, we are where we are. Keep running. This is the future. Our future. My family, you know they'll use it against me. If they can, they'll have to get past me first. Who would ever suspect a woman of being a fortune hunter? It's evil. I'm building a hotel. What? With the town expanding, the demand for such things will only become greater. With your superior intellect and powers of persuasion, you could run the whole of Halifax. I don't think anyone can accuse me of lacking ambition. You can't go on like this. You do know that. Your borrowing has become excessive. I've been dealing with men all day. We live in a volatile climate, Miss Lister. Tiresome, inarticulate men. Humbug. Take no notice of your father. He just thinks you might ruin yourself. And all of us. I don't think you understand the strength of feeling in the town, Mum. We do things so that we can have a life together. We matter. I 
don't want to make any more enemies. But I'm not really sure I could trust you any further than I could spit. Not that I ever would. There you go, Gentleman Jack Kim. That's the trailer. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, sort of, I'm sticking with the kind of a period theme. So um, this is set in 1832 in West Yorkshire. Funnily enough, Downton Abbey was also Yorkshire yes, too. So we've got a Yorkshire theme going on here. Now, this is actually a true story. So it's yeah. based on the secret diaries of Miss Anne Lister. Now, Anne Lister was quite a character in 1832 living in West Yorkshire. So she was often found dressed in black and... Mm-hmm. <gasps> God forbid, wearing trousers, Ken, wearing trousers. Um, And so she was given the name Gentleman Jack by the town and community of Halifax uh, over in West Yorkshire. Yeah, well, back then, Jack used to refer to lesbian women because they didn't have the lesbian term back then. It was always just Jack. Yeah, bit of trivia. So the story is the story of her life is she took charge of a claimed Shipton Hall. It was left to her by her aunt when her aunt died. And so she took over the running of this big stately home. There you go, another stately home. Mm-hmm. Um, now, she was actually a highly intelligent landlord and a business owner actually owning a colliery, which is where, of course, you mined mm-hmm. for coal back in those days. So yeah. she was a, a landowner, a businesswoman and an employer. Uh, very unusual for a woman of those times. Um, now. As I said, she wrote um, a very secret coded diary. And in the coded diary, it talks about her relationship with Anne Lister. I'm sorry, she is Anne Lister with Anne Walker. So Anne Walker was the daughter of a wealthy family. So get this, she had two older sisters and a younger brother. So in the story of all things, the younger brother would be the one naturally to inherit everything. Mm. Um, And I said they're a very wealthy family, but her parents died. Her older sister died. And then her brother died on the eve of his honeymoon. Um, And even though after that his wife was pregnant, she actually um, miscarried the child. So there was no um, direct descendant. Mm, Because obviously no heir, because if that Mm. child had been born and been born a boy, that boy would have been an heir. So everything actually passed on to Anne Lister and her sister Elizabeth, who sorry, Anne Walker and her sister Elizabeth, who inherited everything. Now, um, Anne Lister and Anne Walker, um, obviously the the secret diaries talk about their relationship. And um, in those secret coded diaries, Anne Lister refers to her as Miss W. Um, And they became lovers, secret lovers in 1832 at a time when that was unheard of um, and naturally very, very frowned upon and considered to be immoral and wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, in 1834, the couple actually eloped in what is considered to be one of Britain's very first ever same-sex marriages. And in fact, their union was blessed by a priest. That's unbelievable. I didn't know that. No. Now, in terms of their story, um, Gentleman Jack died at the age of only 49 whilst in Georgia in Western Asia after catching a, uh, a fever, a virus, a fever, and then dying. Oh, gee. Yeah, no, it's dreadful, isn't it? Mm. Now, um, because, of course, again, all of those hereditary laws, um, Gentleman Jack or uh, Anne Lister could not give everything to um, Anne Walker. So mm-hmm. she made a bequest that, you know, that she could live there for the rest of her days. And then everything had to be passed on to um, and Lister's cousins, really, in terms of the family tree. Now, get this. This is such a sad story. Anne Walker was actually declared insane and was placed in an asylum. And then she died later at the age of 51. Now, many years later, Anne Lister hid hid those diaries behind her wall. Many years later, they were discovered by her ancestors and they, who were smart enough and deciphered them and deciphered the code and they chose to keep them hidden. 
But back in 2011, they were added to the UNESCO's Memory of the World Programme and they're considered to be of significant historical importance of the times and what was happening in those parts of, I guess, the UK in um, 1832 to 1836, 1838, when, when she actually wrote those coded diaries. But also that story of um, the forbidden love. And I think, you know, when you watch the show Gentleman Jack, it actually explores this quite sad story, quite mm. a tragic story. Um through through the, the letters and, and the, the secret diary that she's kept. Yeah. And you actually get to see her challenge as a woman in a man's world doing roles that a woman was not allowed to do and mm-hmm. should not be doing and not caring either, not caring and actually wanting to live her own life. And it, it's a very... Um, it's a very powerful, um, it is dramatic very powerful story, and so brilliantly acted. Fantastically acted. In fact, the the, uh, the, the, act, lead, the uh, lead actress who plays Anne Lister is absolutely brilliant. And you know, other if you watch this, you'll know her from um, a um, crime TV crime show as well. Yeah, I mean, she's and her transformation into this, you know, with the she, I think she wears a prosthetic uh, uh, on this uh, show. Um, and just the transformation of of herself, it's just unbelievable. It's incredibly well acted, um, but it's made, I think, all the more poignant because it's a true story, oh. you know, and you, you sit and you think about the world that we live in today and you Thank think goodness. about... Thank goodness it's so accepting today and so it should be. It's, um, you know, how different, love is love. How different the world is and what it's become and what would it have been like to have mm. lived in 1832 there in West Yorkshire where, you know, God forbid, you know, wearing trousers and actually being a land owner and an employer as a woman was wrong uh, let alone any of the other choices that she made all of those things mm. were really really frowned upon and so she was quite a, a really powerful trailblazer so Binge has made two seasons and season two is now just dropped about a week ago so I, I'm currently checking out season two having watched season one and I said it's again very very powerful story and so Kim for me I'm going to give this four stars I think it's I, I think it's incredible that it's been um added to the UNESCO Memory of the World Programme. You know, it really is Mm. an incredibly important piece of time and history um, in the world. Um, And uh, uh, terrific. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, look, I I loved the first series. Um, I couldn't get enough of it, thought it was brilliant. So for that, I would give 4.5 stars. But I'm not getting into the second season. I don't know what it is about this one, but for me, it's a really hard watch. I'm going to stick with it. I think we've watched two episodes. Is that right? Two episodes. I'm going to stick with it. So, you know, I'd give it, you know, three and a half on the second series. So I'm going to stick with three and a half, even though the first series if you go and have a watch um it's a much for me anyway it's a much better um uh, watch so um the piece of music i've picked is uh katie perry's i kissed a girl G'day everyone, I'm AC from Friday Night Frothies, also very involved in the sporting club. We're here today at the grand opening. Any opportunity I get, I'll be listening to Radio Carrum. Oi, 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 oi. IGA is shopping nights. IGA, where the price is right. Seaford North IGA, for your groceries and liquor. IGA Express, there's nothing quicker. Well, welcome back to Radio Karen. Now, just a reminder that our Radio Karen Winter Gala is going to be held on Friday, the 24th of June at 7.30 here at the Roy Dore Reserve 
pavilion in Karam. And it's a big night in here tonight too, Kim, because I don't know if you can hear in the background, but um, we've got a Super Sunday happening as well here this afternoon. It is packed out there, and I don't know whether you can hear the background noise, but um, it's very, very loud out there. <laughs> it is. Now, come along and support your fantastic local radio station. It's only $30 to come along with some gourmet food, a drink on arrival with some door prizes too, and we're raising funds for this incredible community radio station. It's Radio Karam's Winter Gala. Now, Kim, take us through the final scores of where we've been today. Let's start in fourth place. Well, in fourth place was senior year. Now, even though we only gave it six stars because you matched me, uh, having not seen it, um, it's still worth a watch. It's actually quite a good film. Uh, so the kind of film that if you're having a, a day where you just want to have a bit of a feel-good moment, have a laugh, not have to think too hard, that's that kind of film? Yeah, I love Sunday afternoon, rainy day, absolutely. Put Lying it on. in bed with COVID. And you want to support Aussies, don't you? Absolutely. I mean, we've got two great Aussie stars in this and Rebel Wilson, I mean, she is just phenomenal. Um, look, in third place was Gentleman Jack. Uh, as I said before, I would have given it four and a half stars for season one, but we're going with season two, so it's got a total of 7.5. And that is over on Binge as well. So if it you want to watch Gentleman Jack, there are two seasons over on Binge. And as I said, it is a really historical period LGBT. IQA plus. I always get those wrong. I do too because uh, they drama. keep adding to it, and it, it um, you know, confuses I, you. It does. It confuses me. Um, now and it's second place, drum roll. Second, second place, place today, drum roll. Look, Downton Abbey. It's <gasps> which mean Downton Abbey came second. Downton Abbey came well. It was equal first. However, because the franchises itself got a. A huge ten points. I only gave the movie four and a half. Kim, you loved us. Do you know why? If it wasn't, if it wasn't not up against the Night Manager, which is my favourite series of all time. I I think no. I think you've bought. I think your bias is. You've, I, you've, you've stacked no, the vote tonight, no, Kim. Can I say Downton Abbey was one of my very – it's in my top five. So, you know, today we, we it's really, really hard. Look, ten stars definitely for Downton Abbey. I mean, for the franchise, it was just brilliant. And um, um, it's a great movie as well. The movie ties fan, all the ends together though, doesn't it? it? Yeah, like it does. everybody's coupled off and it's really, really Don't good. I'm not away, giving Kim. it away, Don't Carenza. give it away, Kimmy. I'm not doing a Carenza today. And, and it's, it goes for more than two hours, so it, it'll it be does. good. It's a and good one. I wanted to go for a lot longer than that. Now, um, the night manager was um, clearly the winner. Uh, the winner today. Um, when I say clearly, not by much because both were fantastic, Downton Abbey and the night manager. No, but the, the night manager is a terrific thriller drama. It is. And, you know, just that cast, the all-star cast. I mean, it's just incredible. Yeah. Hugh Laurie, I, yeah, Olivia Coleman, Yeah, absolutely. Tobe, yeah, Tobias Menzies, just absolutely brilliant. So get out there. If you're only going to watch one Get on the night manager because it really is worth it and you won't be disappointed. Mum, I have keep telling you, if you want a good recommendation, the night manager on Netflix. So, Mum, if you're listening and I know you are, the night manager, put it on tonight. And for everybody else, if you have not seen Downton Abbey yet, yeah, do yourselves a favour in the words of Molly. I definitely go and watch one of the six series as well, 52 episodes. If you're lying in bed with COVID, that is a great one to binge the hours oh, away. You, you, you won't do anything else because you can't stop. <laughs> well, you have been listening to Girls on Film here on Radio Karam. So until next time. Good night from us. Yes, it is indeed. Have a good one. Take care and stay safe. 